0: Hello and welcome to the Voice of Business. The Voice of Business is a monthly radio show and the podcast of the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce. I am Sarah Persing, the Membership Services Manager for the Gwinnett Chamber, and we are broadcasting from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio here in the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Hotel. Each month we feature and highlight businesses and business leaders that are members of the Gwinnett Chamber, and today we are excited to showcase some of our recent Gwinnett Chamber Small Business Award winners. The Small Business Awards showcase those that dare to start, sustain, and succeed in the community that supports them. They are risk takers, the problem solvers, the dreamers, and the doers. And joining us today in the studio are Perina Anderson with Twin Cookies and Sweets, Ali Jamal with Stable Gold Hospitality, and Chef Rosalind Tucker with Tucker's Catering. Hey, y'all. How's hey. it going? I'm excited. Yes. I'm so excited. What do you Thanks mean y'all are? Y'all are awesome. I'm in the presence of greatness right now. I'm the one that's excited. Okay, okay. (laughs) Chef Chef Ross said, if you say so. Okay. Well, we are going to start kind of with, I am the resident networker for the Gwinnett Chamber. I coordinate all of our networking events. um, And a big thing that we produce out of our networking events are strong elevator pitches. We have different formats that talk about how to perfect it. So, I want each of you to give me your best elevator pitch. I'm going to start with... Ali Jamal, go for it.
1: Sure, so um, once again, my name is Ali Jamal. I'm the CEO of Stable Gold Hospitality. Um, Stable Gold Hospitality is a real estate investment firm that owns and operates um, extended stay hotels uh, across Georgia and various parts of the United States. We specialize on helping individuals who need affordable housing by providing them flexible payment terms and um, basically a, a clean, affordable place to stay throughout the year.
0: That's awesome. I love seeing your video of how you guys run it. Just It, it warmed my heart.
1: Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, it's, 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 a, it's been a fun business to run, and we've met some great people over the time. So. I
0: imagine you have. I yeah. imagine you've, you've met some people with some good stories, too, and some good backgrounds. Absolutely. So. I love that. I love that. Chef yeah.
2: Roz. Yes. Hit me with it, girl. Okay, girl. I'm Chef Roz, the owner of Tucker's Catering. At an early age, I love to cook. So cooking to me is like family and friends and love you're cooking with love so we are located in downtown norcross we are at historic norcross we cook international foods we cook great breakfast box lunches you name it we make it happen what's your favorite food citrus salmon Ooh, <laughs> i need to try that yes yeah we cook a whole filet we smoke it, and they put a little love on top of that <coughs> mm-hmm. oh i like that <laughs> thank you come on now yes all right perina Hit me with it.
3: Well, my name is Perina, and I'm the owner of Twin Cookies and Sweets. And I make custom cookies for all occasions, from weddings to baby showers. Unlike like, chef over here, I hate to cook. <laughs> I'm a baker. So um, that's pretty much all I do.
0: And there is, there is a difference in cooking and baking. Yeah. Yes. A big difference. Yes, <laughs> Big difference. And big I wish different. y'all could see these cookies Perina brought us today. They are amazing. I'm going to have to try one. Absolutely. You Don't tell to anybody. Them. They, you, you can't look at this cookie and not want to eat it. Like it just looks.
3: I get a lot of people saying
0: that they can't eat the cookies. They're too pretty to eat. Uh, but they, well, they really are too pretty to eat, but they're really tasty as well. I've had a few of your cookies before. They're uh-huh. they're really good as well. Okay. So I'm going to go. I'm going to stay with you, Perina. Okay. So Perina, you won the long. Award And the Launch Award recognizes um, a company that has begun no more than two years ago. Yeah. Um, a company that's got an innovative approach and is well on its way to making it big. So tell me what winning that particular award meant to you.
3: It meant everything. It meant a lot to me because, so my parents are from Peru. We moved here when we were 12 and it was pretty much opening my own business and getting this award is pretty much the American dream, you know? We came from nothing, we just came with the luggage, we built our lives here, and then to be able to open my own company and get an award meant so much, every sacrifice, every tear, everything that I've been through, it meant a lot. I can't, I, I can't describe it, like it, it was a feeling like, I literally got in there, I got on, on, on the stage and I didn't know what to say. <laughs> I was like, I, I, I'm sorry,
0: thank you, just thank you,
3: everybody, thank you, my husband, my kids, everybody. <laughs> it was just, I wasn't expecting it and I looked at my husband and like, you know? I was like, did it. I was like oh my gosh it's like I was about to cry <laughs> so it meant everything every sacrifice tear everything everything
0: I, l- I love that you refer to it as the American dream because it is the dream it's the dream mm-hmm. for anybody that that puts their heart and their soul into anything is to and I know that people don't do it for recognition but recognition for your hard work just means the world whether or not that's what you do it
3: and it, it meant a lot too because everything that is going on right now with immigration all this immigrant kids that if I did it they can do it as well and I came from, I mean, my, yes, I came from Peru, I was only 12, but when you move from a country to another, you just come here with a luggage. You don't come with anything else. You don't have a house. You don't have anything. So it meant all of the sacrifices, and it's really hard to explain and to understand unless you come from another country and know what I've been through. It's, it's one of those things that when you're an American, you have the privilege to live here and have everything that we don't. And we have to work so hard for every single one of those things. And it means, it means a little it means more. It means a lot, yeah.
0: For sure, for sure. Well, I love that. <laughs> Chef Roz, what yes. did... Okay, so you guys won the Pivot Pro Award. And yes. in this, in the climate of 2020, everybody in some way, shape or form has had to either pivot or adapt or something. So winning a pivot award for being able to adapt to this pandemic climate that we're in and stay successful and stay keep your head above water which so many companies you know were so unable to do what did being recognized for winning that
2: award of being able to keep your head above water what did that mean for you guys at tucker's catering it was very humbling number one for sure because the restaurant business and catering is just dismal i mean nobody's going out everybody's concerned about getting sick so to win it was like humbling honored i'm like thank you god because i almost quit it was so hard because you need how are we going to get business what are we going to do and you had no staff it was just terrible but i'm so grateful that you guys picked me and my team so we it was well worth it pivot off to what she just said very well worth it we were so excited to have to have won actually win it was beautiful beautiful
0: well, that was a brand new award this year because, you know, in 2019, we weren't having to pivot from a, exactly. a global pandemic. Wow. So yeah. that was a, a new award that we wanted to recognize companies who were doing something to keep their name out there and to keep their business continually growing. So congratulations. Thank to you, guys. you.
2: Thank you. It also helped, too, that we got in contact with local companies. So that helped as well, too, especially like breweries that don't cook. Will allow us to come in and to help them patronize their product, the same as ours. So that was great as well. Well, and that's a good partnership as well because
0: Mm. breweries are doing, we have, Gwinnett has a a great great group of local craft breweries in the county and they are doing everything they can to keep relevant and to keep attracting mm. people to come you know they're the same as restaurants as any other business yeah so the fact that you guys are partnering with local breweries that right there shows perseverance on your part and on theirs so That's exactly good on you exactly good on you thank you all right elite you guys over at stable gold are you personally because this is an entrepreneur award for for you guys or for you as the owner and the, the person who was the dreamer of stable gold um, what did winning that award mean for you
1: yeah it was uh, it was amazing I, you know the just like these other two you know individuals explained going through the struggles that you go through starting a business um, you know there's just so much that goes on behind the scenes that, you know, eventually when you get your business to a certain point where people actually recognize it from a positive standpoint, um, there's really no better feeling in the world. So it was it was just fantastic to have that, you know, positive affirmation. But I'd say, you know, over and above that, I really didn't look at it even from a personal perspective because, you know, being entrepreneurs, we all know, at the end of the day, anything we achieve is on the, you know, with the help and the partnership of our people. Um, so that was the biggest, you know, to, to have my team there and to share the experience with them uh, and to understand the struggles that they go through day to day, you know, I, when I started our first hotel, I was working at the hotel, cleaning rooms, working the front desk, doing whatever I could to cut the costs, but now I'm not there in the day to day operations, um, our our team members are, and they're the ones that really, you know, make us uh, what we are today. So. To me, it was more of a validation f- for the fact that we've created a culture, uh, an organizational culture that um, I think is super special. So that, that's really what it meant to me.
0: I love that. And I think that that resonates with with all three of you mm-hmm. because of social distancing measures that are in place. At the Small Business Awards, we were all so spread apart with our tables in this oversized room. Mm-hmm. Matt Hyatt in the last episode you know, made a point. It was a huge oversized room for not a lot of people. You could have fit us all in a corner of the room. Right. <laughs> um, but we had a really good view. Chamber staff, um, where we were, we had a really good view of every, every table um, where all the winners were. And people at your table, whether they were with you or not, mm. celebrated you. And it was, they were so excited and you could see the excitement that they felt to be a part of the team that was being represented. So I think I think that that was very, very evident when you right. guys won, so. And sticking with you, um, what inspired you to begin Stable Gold, Stable Gold Hospitality?
1: Yeah, so, you know, I, I myself kind of was working in the corporate world and um, was investing in real estate on the side, kind of as a side hobby. Really, you know, I had a passion for it and I always kind of wanted to to, to do that full time. You know, to make a a long story short, I had a few things align uh, in my life where I I had the opportunity to come out to the United States. I'm originally from Vancouver, Canada, and I came here during a, a kind of economic recession in 2011 and was able to find some, some really good you know, economic opportunities with some, some assets that we purchased at a very good price. And that was kind of the business component of it. But when we bought our first hotel, I realized really quickly that there was a huge need for affordable housing in, in Atlanta. And extended stay hotels offer that kind of opportunity to kind of provide that transition for people. So if you think about someone who's maybe been kicked out of their apartment complex, their credit is ruined. Really, what is their next option? Um, It's not going to be going to another apartment complex because they don't have the means or the credit to do that. And so these type of hotels kind of provide that transitionary accommodation for a few months for people to get back on their feet. And so that really became my inspiration somewhat after the fact. It started off from a business perspective, but then seeing the stories of the people who, who lived with us, and seeing many of them not only live with us but then end up working with us as as employees and then getting some upward mobility in their life that just kind of created an even more kind of inspired opportunity for the whole company to kind of build around that culture
0: i love that that's awesome that's have good. you had a lot of the, the people that have lived in your in your in your facilities have you had a lot of them go on to have employment with you guys
1: yeah so really interesting setup 20% of our 150 employees that we have now are one-time residents of the hotel really so it's such a cool concept because you have people who are on the brink of obviously homelessness to a certain extent and now we're kind of getting them to a stage where you know they're working a front desk they're building skills um, that they can take somewhere else or keep working with us one other thing that we did which I'll mention really quickly which is cool is that you know we also around this time when I first came here started to buy up a lot of the homes in like downtown Atlanta that were going for basically nothing. So there's homes being sold for like $5,000, $10,000 that were kind of gutted out in, in, in rougher areas. Well, we bought a, quite a few of those and we renovated them and, and got them up and running into actual residential houses. But what we've done now is when someone is employed with our organization, part of the steps of their upward mobility will be actually ending up living in one of those homes. So not only do you end up getting a job, but if things go in the right direction, you end up getting a home at a very good you know rental rate that's going to work with your wages so it just becomes a whole dynamic where you know you're you're you're, yes you're you're profiting as a company but you're partnering with individuals who might not be at the stage in their life that 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 they want to be to really you know give them those opportunities so it's been it's just been an amazing experience Well,
0: you guys are changing lives Mm -hmm. like legitimately changing lives and that's awesome
1: and I think that's what business is all about you know th- we do have a platform regardless of how big or small your business is to to change lives and and the and the thought process with business needs to be that you know it, it can't just be obviously you know a a balance sheet uh because you're dealing with people's lives you know in our business people who are living in our properties and also people who are putting their bread on their table through our properties so I think if you realize that, y- you can just make your decision so much more impactful as a leader of your company. That
0: just gives me chills. I love that. That's that's such an awesome story. Chef Roz, yes. so you love to cook, yes. obviously. I do. Hopefully
2: you I, love to cook. I love to cook. <laughs> it's very therapeutic for me, very much so. So
0: what with your love of cooking, what inspired you to, to begin Tucker's Catering?
2: My husband. My husband loved my food. So he said, You should go into business and in catering. You, I love your cooking. You, you put so much love into it. And also my um, nonprofit, which is called Just a Touch of Love, where we feed kids for the last three, four years before over 4,000 kids and also senior citizens. So, you know, once a week, regardless if I'm catering or not, I will make food every Friday. They, do, they play basketball, it's called it Friday Night Light. So after, after they um, play basketball, they have prayer and then we feed them. It can be steak, it could be lasagna, top of the line. I just wanna make sure no one goes out hungry. I love that. So that's inspired me to feed my nonprofit and also love to cook and bring people back to the table. You know, fellowship, that's what food is about, fellowship and enjoy each other's time and company.
0: Well, relationships are built around the table. too. Absolutely. There you go.
2: Thank you. Perfect
0: combination. Thank I you. love that. Thank you. And I
2: didn't know that about your nonprofit. That's yes. fascinating. I mean, we still do it no matter what, even through the pandemic. Like we fed over 300 kids, 300 people Thanksgiving, and this next week we're feeding over 200 for Christmas dinner. I love that. So just come pick up your meal, and we'll take care of you. A touch a of love. Yeah, I love it. just a touch it. of love. Touch Gotta of have love. it. Thank you. <laughs> the crowd does wild. Yes.
0: <laughs> Thank you. And Perina, um, what inspired you to begin baking these fantastic, exquisite, I mean, what, I need some more adjectives. Can somebody get me a thesaurus? (laughs) They're amazing cookies.
3: Thank you. Um, Mine was pretty much my kids. Um, My husband and I read this book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And he talks about giving access to your kids. So it was one of the things that I wanted to pass on to my kids to be able to have something when they get older. Um, And us working in our own business pretty much meant that. So every day those little ones and as I said two because I have twins they're eight is that, and, where, is uh, that where twin cookies comes from yes <laughs> and their name starts with a K so that's ah. like cookies with double K's so they are the reason that I'm here and that I do what I do that uh, I work so hard, so they're my inspiration. And they bake with you, I'm assuming. They are my quality control.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> they eat them. <laughs> they eat them. Hey, that's a very important part of any food industry. So quality they control. have the best job. Like, yeah, they
2: do. <laughs> it's very hard. important.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I lo- I have a little one that loves to bake with me. He loves to he loves to quality control. Mm-hmm. You know more than he loves to bake. But that's I mean you're building good memories. With they them, do help
3: me. They help me a lot because they're homeschool. And they don't know that when we bake and do the measurements and everything, I'm teaching them. So we spend a lot of time together and that's one of the things like, hey, help me bake. And it's like, okay, well you gotta measure this and that and that. So they're learning. Good (laughs) job, mom.
0: (laughs) Good job, mom. All right, Perinas, so the launch award that you won um, recognizes, like we said, an organization that is two years or less old. Um, and you've accomplished a lot in your short time with Twin Cookies. Um, what do you, and I know you touched on this a little bit, but if, if you haven't mentioned it, what is something that you or what do you attribute your success to? Is there anything else other than, you know, your kids, your, your family is there anything else that you attribute your success to i wouldn't be
3: where i am without my parents my family the support that they give me they literally stay up with me to like three four in the morning baking wrapping packing stuff and it's a it's a family business it's not just mine my husband picks up after me at, there's times that i have to bake all day so he's the one teaching the boys um taking them to practice i wrestle like last night and it was i was running around the house baking he was um, getting the boys ready to go to practice and where are your shorts, where's this? What? So my husband, it's my backbone. And my kids for being so patient, my parents, um, all the support, even moral support is everything.
0: And it's because them. I have to ask this, just mm-hmm. because literally you guys have to see these cookies. Have you taken art classes? Or are you just naturally that talented? So
3: when I, when, like I was telling you, I went to school at ABEC and um, my major then was art. And I did that for two years, and then I quit. And <laughs> I went and found something else, and then something else, and then studying psychology, which I
0: don't do anything with.
3: it. <laughs> so I'm a psychologist that base cookies, pretty much.
0: Oh, well, I love that <laughs> you, you did go taking that art class because it, it pays off. They're amazing. <laughs> Thank you. They're amazing, and perseverance can be a word used to describe you, like to a T. You know, with everything that you've faced in your lifetime. You know, you're you're I'm I'm older than you, and I'm only thirty five four (laughs) one of those (laughs) you know you're a lot younger than me and you've you have faced more in your life and you have persevered and you have succeeded and I think that is a word that you should use as what to attribute your success to is your perseverance thank you I just
3: I try to help a lot of my community as well it was a lot of things as being an immigrant and coming over here and new parents don't know how the school works the school system and everything I didn't have a guidance to go through school. I didn't know what a GPA was. I didn't know what associates, and um, none of them. Bachelors, nothing. What uh, if I'm transferring to school to school? I didn't have a a mentor. So I actually um, coach, I'm a community coach. I'm a soccer coach. And I try to guide all these immigrant kids, helping them out, trying to find them scholarships, trying to find them a way to go to college. I lost a lot of scholarships when I was in high school because I didn't have papers. And uh, I was here with a visa, and I lost tons, tons, like D1 schools were after me, and I lost all of them. And nobody could help me, nobody knew what you could do. Little did I know that my husband, back then was my boyfriend, went to college, and he was telling me, he was like, it's not fair, I see all these girls and you're better than them. So he went and talked to the coaches, and told them, it's like, hey, I have my girlfriend, you can look her up on YouTube, there's all these videos, and thanks to him I ended up going to college. And they gave me a ride, a full ride to go to school. And it goes back to my family, (laughs) to my backbone, pretty much everything that I've done is thanks to them.
0: Well, and perseverance again, there you go. Keyword. I love it. I love it. Inspirational people. Mm. I don't feel like I'm worthy to be in this room with y'all today. (laughs) Well, Chef Roz, like we talked about um, with COVID, throwing us all for a loop and having to adapt. um, Tell us a little bit about how you transitioned your business model at Tucker's um, in the middle of a pandemic.
2: So what I did was I um, started a pop-up restaurant. I normally don't, we just, we normally are caterers, but you know, nobody's going out. Nobody's eating in the restaurants. So I did a pop-up restaurant where you place an order and give given 24 hours, you place the order, you pick it up and keep COVID safe. So you just place the order, pay and pick it up. And like I said, also we did breweries and we partnered with different companies to to create some kind of avenue to make money so that's what we basically did and that helped us a great deal and like we're doing an event this week coming up with 832 people all individually packaged so like she said, we're up at three in the morning, one say, o'clock yeah. in the morning.
0: You need to, oh, you need to recruit. I understand. I'm <laughs> telling you, so she
2: understands the game because it's not easy. It's hard. Like you see, like he said, you don't know what you see behind the scenes. It's very hard. Sometimes customers might not show up, or staff might not show up, but you still gotta pursue it, get it done, and get on that phone. I also hired a marketing company to support me. We did videos. Whatever we gotta do to win, never give up. That's right, that's right. Now your pop-up restaurant that you did, what kind of, were those pre like prepackaged family-style meals? Family-style, individually packaged. It can go from, right now we're doing a lot of Southern cuisine, so you know, mac and cheese, fried chicken, there's a need for that. So people want meatloaf, so I mean, brisket. So that's what we're doing a lot of, I mean. Place to orders. So we give them know. like five different options. Yeah, so we, we try to go after food. We try to do food that somebody else is not doing in the in the uh, in the area. So I don't want to compete with the with Mexican because I want them to still get get business. So I try to do something that somebody else is not doing. Yeah. And that helps a great well, there's deal. A, there's
0: a lot of variety. So yes. I mean, yes. pick and choose. Yes. Yes. So I Every love week it. we do
2: something different and then we, we put it out on a Wednesday and then we get calls and Thursday and Friday pick up. We're open from like 11.30 to 3.30 afternoon and then we shut it down.
0: Well, you know, I will say, I'm, I don't live in Gwinnett. I live um, north of Gwinnett. I live in Dawson County. Um, and there were times where I did not want to cook because we were all at home working from home with our kids, with our spouses. Lord, help us. A lot. You know, there were times I was like, if I have to cook another meal in this house, I'm going to scream. <laughs> and I freaked. There were, you know, there were companies that were doing the same thing. There were restaurants, but call in your order and we'll do a, fa- here's a family size to go. It, it was helpful. And I mean, you, you produced the the means
2: to a need for people so bravo thank you and usually when our customers come they order for three days So I get different, they get different foods. And like last week was raining. They were so excited. They got their food and they're like, I'm going to stay home and eat Tucker's for three days. Heck yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Sounds like my kind of three days. (laughs) So come on down. Tucker's Catering, 350 West Peachtree. (laughs) Little plug. I love it. (laughs)
0: All right, Ali, you've accomplished a, a lot as a young professional. And as far as winning the Emerging Entrepreneur Award, kind of piggybacking off of what we just talked about with Perina, what do you tribute your success? too?
1: There's so many things. So I think going back to what Perina was saying in terms of family, I I mean that, you know, at at the end of the day, you know, I I grew up in a a single family house, a single parent household. Really quick story on how I started real estate investing is I was about 17 and I I had a deal with my mom that if I saved $20,000 over two years, when on my 19th birthday, she would take me to the car dealership and co-sign on a loan for like this Honda Civic or like whatever I wanted at that time, something that I thought like I'd be able to pick up girls. And um, so we made the deal. And um, two years after, you know, saving the money, which I did through working multiple jobs and while I was going to school and all that kind of stuff, I go to my mom on my 19th birthday. And I was like, okay, I got the money and we made a deal. Let's go down to the dealership now. And so she looked at me and she's like, Son, you gotta be one of the dumbest people I've ever met in my life. <laughs> She's like, there is no way that I'm gonna let you put twenty thousand dollars of your hard-earned money over the last couple of years in a um, in some stupid car that's gonna, you know, depreciate in in, in, a, in a couple days. We're gonna, you're gonna drive that Dodge Colt that's sitting downstairs, <laughs> and um, we're gonna take that twenty thousand dollars and put it as a down payment on a um, on a condo. So that was the first real estate investment that I made, which I was not happy about at the time, because at 17, I was like, because I was first thinking like, oh, so I get to live in the condo? And she's like, no, you're <laughs> still living in that bedroom down the hall. You're just gonna be putting a renter in there and they're gonna pay your mortgage. So we, so she kind of forced me into that. But fast forward seven years later, that, that condo that I bought for, I think at that time, it was like 170,000 had basically grown in value like almost 10 times. For various reasons, like Vancouver's real estate market just exploded. But, you know, the overall story there is, you know, if it wasn't for her and her initial guidance, I'd probably be, you know, a 38-year-old driving a rusted out Honda Civic <laughs> right now. So, you know, I think, I think family is, is, is super important from an anchor perspective um, to get you on the right track. At least it was in my life. And then so many other multiple things, but I think family, you know, to to give you a short, somewhat short answer, would be kind of the the main backbone for me to kind of you know attribute a lot of my success to
0: that dodge colt did it pick up the ladies for you <laughs>
1: you know what i had to get really creative so it, it, yeah the the dodge colt did not do, do do me many favors but that's probably that probably helped me out so i could focus on 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 the more important things at that time in my life but yeah it was uh it, it was a rough couple of years from from a driving perspective Lisa,
0: but mama's a smart lady she is, she sure she is. is. i yeah. like mama already yeah, yeah. <laughs> last question for you guys since hindsight is twenty twenty see what I did there? Mm -hmm. (laughs) If you could go back in time, what piece of advice would you tell yourself knowing everything that you know now? What piece of advice would you tell yourself?
1: Patience. I'd say that my, my biggest, if I look back when in my 20s and even early 30s, I wanted to accomplish so much so quickly. And I probably made some poor decisions professionally and personally because I was in such a rush, but I think as we get older and immature, mature, we start to realize—or maybe I was just a late bloomer—but we start to realize that if you put in the work and you plant the seeds, you will reap what you sow. In if not on your time, on God's time, mm-hmm. but you will reap what you sow. So, I think I've learned that over time, and I, you know, it's—it's been—it's um, it, put me in a much better state to to be able to tackle things without attaching emotion to it because i don't feel like i'm rushed to do it so yeah I'd, I'd say the main word for me would be patience
0: something i have very little of so that's right advice right. i can take to the bank right. <laughs> and always listen to your mama exactly that's right yeah. <laughs> somebody tell my
2: eight-year-old that <laughs> all right same question to you patience and enjoy the ride i wouldn't change my journey as much because i learned a lot and the blessing is knowing but overall, to have patience and enjoy the ride, because you're not going to get rich and, and quick overnight. So it's a time. It's, just, it's a journey. So, yeah, patience.
0: That's right. That's right. And any get-rich-quick scheme is just that. It's a scheme. It's a scheme. Right. That's right. Yeah. Patience. Patience.
3: And you, Perina? Mine is um, be patient, trust the process, believe in yourself, and that everything will be Okay.
0: Well, you guys have definitely inspired me. I just have loved being surrounded by you guys today. You (laughs) all have fantastic stories, fantastic journeys, and you all collectively are doing big things. And I know we have not heard the last from you guys.
2: That's right.
0: Up and onward. Thank, right. you. Thank, thank you for having thank you us. So Absolutely. Again, thank you to our guests for joining us today. Perina Anderson with Twin Cookies and Sweets, Ali Jamal with Stable Gold Hospitality, and Chef Roz with Tucker's Catering. This has been the Gwinnett Chambers radio show and podcast, The Voice of Business on Business Radio X. You can enjoy any of our episodes anytime by visiting businessradiox.com, selecting the Gwinnett Studio, and then clicking on The Voice of Business. Until next time, I'm Sarah Persing and you've been listening to The Voice of Business on Business Radio X.